welcome to the hundred and no hundred two hundred and second episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Holy cow! Just yeeted back into history. Yep. Oh boy! Welcome to Goblin Counting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going back in time. God, what was happening in one hundred and two? Jeez, I don't even know. Oh my goodness, that's a good question. If you know the answer, call in right now (laughs) to this live recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Our phone lines are open. I think we were fighting on a ship. Uh, We have six calls on the line. We're fighting on a ship on one or two. (laughs) I I think we were, because this is about the time when I came in. I'm looking, I'm looking. So 102's name is Johnny with the bandy legs. That sounds like a sea shanty. That is not helpful to me. And there's no description. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them that don't have a description. Yeah. Well, we're just going to play the whole episode 102 as episode 202, just to make people go insane, think they missed something. Yeah, just to confuse people, upset people. Oh, are we doing a clip show? Yes. Oh, that's, that reminds me of the time that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, a podcast clip show? Yeah. <laughs> so... One of my favorite things was the Clerks had an animated TV show for one season and their first episode was a clip show of things that never happened in the show. <laughs> okay, that's that's kind of hilarious. It was so good. That does sound awesome. It made me laugh so much. Yeah. Because you're watching going, did I miss something? This is the first episode. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, the last time we were here, you guys finally entered the temple of the all gods. Easy for me to say. As you open the door, you saw two Dwergar slave lords, masters? Slave lords, not slum lords, as we decided. Yeah, there there you go. You guys dispatched one very quickly, and then the second one disappeared. Matt, you've had Twin Talon be able to see the unseen and realize they didn't turn invisible. They ran through a door and closed it behind them. You then heard yelling through the door from the other side. Soraya put a 10-foot cone of caltrops, essentially, onto the floor, which I am super happy about. I, in fact, was not happy about it. Thank you, Jasper. I high-five my raven. (laughs) He does a little, like, crow foot fist bump. (laughs) Ooh, Brianna and Knifesword dispatched the first Dwergot or Slave Lord. We're still in the middle of combat as we are. It is start of round three, and it is Twin Talon's turn. So, Matt, what is you doing? So, Twin Talon is going to move southeast. Soraya has her caltrops, her alchemical caltrops down, but if you use a, an athletics check, I can try to sneak past them. I'm sorry, acrobatics. And I rolled a 35, so that's going to be enough. Nice. Boo. Open this door and oh, geez, there's four Durgar back here, (laughs) two of which are visible and two of which are look like they're supposed to be invisible. But I can see them because I have my with your sight beyond sight. That's right. So Twin Talon will target the Durgar directly in front of the door and he will attack. And that is a 41 to hit. Okay. All righty. That is a hit, uh, but not a crit. All right. So with Tesani swooping around here and being adjacent to that Durgar as well, that gives me my sneak attack, which will be 36 damage total. Boo! All right. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! Still barely injured, which is not great. Anytime Sean boos, it's usually very good for us. Yes. All right. Do not like. And just so you know, 
all of the doors in here are double doors. So they are 10 feet across. Okay, nope. So that was move, open, and attack, which is why I'm super sus that they moved, opened, moved, closed the door, Sean. But anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's four actions, by the way. I'm rallying at three. So that's my turn. Hey, Matt, if you look at the one that has a little foot next to their, their icon, that means that they can use an extra action to move or strike. I realize that, but typically you have to take an action to give yourself that condition. Ah, that is true. So that could have been his second turn. Yeah, on his first turn to give himself quickened and also take four actions. <laughs> when quickened, typically you have to use two actions to get it. Seems like he took six actions in a turn, which doesn't <laughs> seem like a thing you could actually do. You don't know me. I don't. No, but he knows the rules, so you know. I know the rules, and it seems very suspicious. I don't like those. Anyway. Finder, back me up on this one. You know you're out there. <laughs> Unless he's got, like, quick boots or something, which even then you usually have to activate, but whatever, whatever. Yeah. He has those boots boots with the fur. Sean does what he wants. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Anyway, it is now the Dwergar who is quickened. They're going to take two actions to cast a spell. You hear them say, get over here as they become large, which is why I was telling you that these doors are double doors. All right, size queen, whatever. (laughs) Traditionally, Durgar can become invisible and enlarge self. Yeah. And then, because they have become large, they are going to target Twin Talon and make an athletics check. Against my what? Against your fortitude DC. Okay, so your target is 34. This is not a, like, give me, give me a roll. Question mark. I'll reveal this to everyone. It is a 37. Is that enough? I forget what you said. I'm sorry. Yeah, 34 is what I said. So, so that's a success. So I can shove you five feet back. Now, will that trigger the other set of caltrops? I think he gets to make a save against the other set of caltrops. The first creature that moves into that square must succeed at a DC 14 acrobatics check or take him. So I think I just make an acrobatics check again. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it's against the raised alchemical DC. Yeah, DC 32. Uh, 43. All right, yeah, 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 fine. Phew. We get it, you're acrobatic. <laughs> but now the Wehrgar is going to stride after you. Okay. And he's going to have to make some saves. He's going to have to make two. And one bad thing about being enlarged is you are clumsy one. Yep. Amazing. Which lowers your AC and also your deck space checks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I make a acrobatics check. Correct. Here we go. Here's the first one. Ugh. It's a 19 on the die for a 43. Boo. Okay. And the second one, 12 on the die for a 36. If he takes one more step, he's going to have to do it twice again, though, so. Yeah. Well, I can't because Matt's there. Oh, good. But I will hatch it at Matt. That's the second attack, so it is uh, at the negative five. Oh, yep. I did not roll that right. So 35 to hit. 35 is my AC. All right. I'm sorry, you're too far to liberate. That's all right. 17 points of damage. Twin Talon has 190 hit points. He's not like super fragile. So I can take 17 hit points, you know, every once in a while. All right. Kyle of Axbialidocious. <laughs> also, he can't stand there. Yeah, he's on top of the other Dwarf. Oh, you're right, because his buddy's there. All right, so I will refund you your damage. I will step back. So take it back. So he sw- she shoves Twin Talon back. Twin Talon makes the save. Yeah, right. We cut out everything since then. None of that happened. <laughs> yep. They're going around the corner a little bit. Okay. 
So going to the north. Yes, to the north. To the north. To the north. All right, and that's it. That's all they can do. It is now Soraya's turn. And Twin Talon's going to point farther to the east, and he'll be like, there's two more that way. So I'm going to step up basically just behind him, a little bit to his, his southwest. Oh, interesting. I can see... I guess because he can point them out. I can see that there's two like wom wom effects, but I can't actually see their faces. Right, but they are concealed to you. So if you were to attack them, I believe you need to make a DC 11 flat check. Yeah, they're, they're probably hidden to her and concealed to me. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay. Well, since I took a step to make sure I could see everything that I want to see, I'm going to use my second action to grab... One of my pre-made Thunderstones, because I can actually use these without risking deafening my buddies. Oh, that one's water edge. Oh, that one's greater. Alrighty. I'm going to aim it at the one that has enlarged itself. I'm going to aim at this one. Okay. I'm going to say that it's going to get a little bit of cover from the hallway. Just a plus one. Even if I'm aiming at this further corner here that I can clearly see and can clearly get corner to corner? Uh, yeah, you can get two points. All right, that's that works. That works. I'll accept that. I have a various number of effects that reduce cover effectiveness against me, including my chemical goggles. That's right. So it doesn't even matter. Because <laughs> they were only going to get lesser cover. Yeah. But anyway, it looks like I only rolled a three. And even though I have him targeted, it doesn't have the thingy on it. It's a miss. I'm going to hear a that. Just to give everyone a quick status update, Christine now has one hero point left. Twin Talon has two hero points. Knife Sword has a full complement of hero points. Damn it, Knife Sword. As Norm. Brianna has two hero points. And Ooh has three hero points, a full complement. Wow. Good to know. Yeah. On my reroll, I got a 31. Yeah. I finally fought the mech. That is a miss. Okay, well, the splash still goes off because it's thunderstones are, are nasty. Just three sonic splash, and all creatures within 10 feet must succeed at a DC 2842 to be deafened. And then it should also, it should splash this guy because I have the 10 foot splash, the one to the south, and possibly also the one, one of the invisible ones. Did that work the way I think it does? It did! Oh, I don't know why I'm twin talent like that. I shouldn't have. There you go. Give it back. <laughs> Thanks. And then I need to make a. Fortitude save. Yep, which I'm sure they're very good at, but. All right, so 29 for the first one. Fail. 32 for the second one. Succeed. And a natural 20 for a 41 on the third one. Yeah, I, I think that guy's fine. So one of them is deaf until the end of its next turn. That's not good. Please tell me it was a caster that I got. I mean, technically all Dwergar can be casters. All right, that was your second action. And for my third. I know dwarves are usually okay with poison, but I don't think they're quite as good with acid. So we're going to try one of those. And since I have all of these pre-made, I can grab one and huck it without much fuss. But apparently a 31 is a miss on this strike. That is correct. I just hit... Oh, yeah. Um, so, But he's still going to get the acid splash as well. Yep, so just hit damage. So same thing. Those three get hit with three acid splash. All right, that works. All right, that's like six damage I dealt to three targets, so okay, not the worst. One of the Dwergar slave lords steps up to the doorway. Ooh, no, they wouldn't do that. Uh, they'd have to move all the way in, so they're going to move all the way in and make an athletics check. Save against the cow traps. 39. Succeeds. Okay, then they're going to hunt prey, and that prey is going to be Twin Talon. Seems unlikely, but all right. What, that you're the, it's prey? Yeah. And then it's going to Hunter's Flurry you. Is this the one directly in front of me? Yep. Okay. 
Why does it not let me mark you as a hunted target? I'm unhuntable. That's why I shaved my head. Are you immune to precision? No, I'm not immune to precision damage. I'm just, it's very hard to make me off guard. Okay. So if it doesn't matter if I'm off guard or not, then it works as normal. Yes. Yeah, the rogue didn't change a lot with the uh, the remaster. And by a lot, I mean, I think at all, I think there's like one extra feat and they put the mastermind in the core book. But other than that, like it's pretty much the same class. So the first attack misses you with a 34. So I don't get my extra damage. Second one does hit you with a 41. What is the actual text of Hunt Prey? Hunt Prey, concentrate. The Slave Lord designates as its prey a single creature that it can see or hear or they are tracking. They can see you. They can't hear you because they're deafened, but they can see you. They gain a plus two circumstance bonus to perception checks when they seek their prey and a plus two circumstance bonus to survival checks when they are tracking their prey. They also ignore the penalty for making ranged attacks within their second range increment against their prey. The first time a slave lord hits their hunted prey in a round, they deal 2d8 additional precision damage. A slave lord can have only one prey designated at a time. Yeah, so it's the first time they hit me in a round, not the first attack they make. So I think they still get their 2d8. Okay, great. So we'll turn that on for 22 points of damage. Okay. But that's that's their turn. Next up, this one. Which one's this one for our, our audience at home? The other one that only Matt can see. All right. Yes, I know I have to make two two checks. So they run forward diagonally of uh, behind their ally who just stabbed Twin Talon and they move through two hexes of Caltrops. Really not liking these, Christine. I'm loving them. No, it's smart. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nope, we're not endorsing them anymore. Nope. <sighs> First one's a natural 20. Anymore? Did we endorse them? <laughs> we're extra not endorsing them now. Well, yeah. That succeeds. And the 37. Um, you know what? I have two hero points. Take one, reroll. Hey. All right. Reroll the natural 20 or the other one? Not 20. Fuck that not 20. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, not 20s for them. Yeah. Reroll and keep the lower result. It's a 15 for a 38. Ooh. Still a success. Yeah. I just feel like Christine did a cool thing. Someone is going to get stabbed by this by these caltrops. Yeah. It doesn't help that their bonus is plus 23, so they have to roll essentially a 10 to succeed. It's a 50-50. It's, it's not. It's slightly lower than that, but... It's a 55-45. Yeah, because a, a 9, they would match the DC. Oh, all right, and then they're going to swing their hatchet at you twice, Soraya, using their hunt prey and their hunter's flurry. First one is a 33. Alrighty, that misses. The second one is a 33. Wouldn't you know, that misses. What? <laughs> my, DC, my AC is a 34. <sighs> so I got a question. Are they hidden to her? They are. A creature you're hidden from is off guard to you. I must succeed, blah, blah, blah. But that means she's off guard to them. So she has a negative two AC. Oh, so those both hit by one. Unless that's factored in there already, but I don't think so. Whose side are you on, Matthew? Yeah, no. He's on the side of fairness. The rules, unfortunately. Gross. All right, so I add these together for the resistances and things like that. So that is a total of 36 points of damage to Soraya. Here's another question. So it attacked, would it be able to attack twice and not be like suddenly seen? So it uses Hunter's Flurry. Oh, okay. Which it can't do against its non-hunted prey. It moved and it attacked. You never said it designated her as a hunted target. Yeah, that was going to be my other thing. Right, it was Twin Talon who was designated. Oh. The first one designated me as a hunted target. The second one never did that. They just moved up and attacked her twice. 
I thought I did, but that's fine. I will take away the 2d8, which is four. So the first one is 16 and the second one is 16. So that is 32 points of damage. Hey, I did basic math, guys. Be proud of that. I am proud. But uh, again, like the the reason why her AC is lowered is because they're hidden to her, right? Correct. So when it attacks the first time, wouldn't it then be seen? So then her AC is no longer low. If they have greater invisibility, they won't reappear. And I don't know if being attacked gives me an automatic check to try and perceive them. All right. I tried. I appreciate it. Does anyone know? If- well, that's the question. Is it, in, is it greater invisibility or is it regular invisibility? It is not. It is regular invisibility. So I'm guessing that breaks it. Yes. So that second one would still be a failure. Okay. So then you take 16. And both of them would now be visible. Oh, that's true. Okay. So after all that, you take 16 points of damage. Good call, Haya. Thank you. Good call. I demand hero points for teamwork. To everybody. <laughs> all right. Look, hey, Matt did rules in favor of Sean. Haya did rules in favor of me. I think they both deserve hero points. I would second that motion. Thank you. All right. So Haya, you have two. Matt, you have three again. Nice. The motion passes. Jeez. I think that means it powers up my super attack. Yeah. <laughs> Reduces your cooldown. All right. So finally, the third Dwergar slave lord which I'm pretty sure is a handle somewhere online. Probably. But it's going to move in. Five, ten. I'm going to make my athletics. Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Twelve on the die for a 37. Does uh, Soraya have a attack of opportunity as it moved away? What do you think? Okay. So now Twin Talon is flanked. Does, does that count against you, Matt? No. No? Okay. You aren't off guard to hidden, undetected, or flanking creatures of your level or lower. Actually, so, they don't even get me off guard when they're hidden. That's fun. Or creatures of your level or lower using surprise attack. So actually, that ability got better. Nice. Nice. (sighs) All right. Well, you're flanked, but it doesn't matter because they're lower. For their second action, they're going to mark you as their prey. For the third action, they're going to flurry of hunters flurry you. All right. Here come the two hatchets. First one. Woof. I'm going to use a hero point to make you re-roll that, please. Uh, it's a 46 total. So uh, I will re-roll and keep the lower. Yeah, that would have been a critical hit. Yes. That is a 40. Okay, so that's a regular hit. Regular hit. Second hatchet is an 11 on the die for a 35. That's a hit. All right. So the first one is the hunt prey damage. That's my AC. And the second one is just regular damage. So that is... 23 and 17, which is 40 points of damage. All right. I did some damage, guys. Yeah. It won't last. You may feel good now, but you don't realize you've just made a terrible mistake. (laughs) It was in this moment that I knew he fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Heidi, it is Ooh's turn. Twitter, I see you are coming. (laughs) Ooh runs south down the hallway and she's right behind Twin Talon and she goes in for a strike. She's striking Twin Talon? I thought you were going to slap his cheeks. That too. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so I have this thing called Whirlwind Strike. Uh Uh-oh. It's three actions but because I'm already raging, I can't take that extra rage action, right? Correct. So that's going to be for another time. So I uh, go in for the strike on this dude right there. The one to the west. To the west. And I strike four on the die for a total of 31. Yes. I would like to hero point that, please. 
and I would like to strike again. A two on the die for a total of 29. Well, it's a good thing we keep the better of the two. Yeah. I guess. I miss, and I would like to swing again. All right. 14 on the die for a total of 36. That is a hit. I would like to reactive strike when she's done. Hooray! Hell yeah. I'm sorry, a reactive strike? I don't know what that is. Sorry, reactive murder. I like to reactive murder. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. All right, so 35 points of damage to the first one. Add four on that because I get four extra. Oh, that's right, because you have the thing. You're... And now that Slave Lord is dead, is that true? No, it's Twin Talons, a reactive murder. Uh, that's a 48 to hit, which was actually a natural 20. Oh, oh hey. nice. What did you roll? To natural 20, Sean. Uh, hang on, hang on. That's, yeah, that's a crit. All right. Lean into the blow, triple damage. You drop your weapon. So I do triple damage, but drop my weapon. What? I mean, not great. Yeah, what kind of fucking hero point is that? Well, it's triple damage. But you drop your weapon? Yeah. I'm not going to say you drop it. I'm going to say it gets lodged into their rib cage as you stab them. Makes sense. But you have to let go. <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. This is the one that I put my uh, precise rehabilitation on last turn. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you're about to do triple damage. Oh, boy. 138 damage. <laughs> Probably not that, but uh, we can all hope. I mean, it's probably easier to pull a stuck weapon out of a dead body than a live one. That is fair. Yeah. Also, just for the crit, I nominate that if he does not die from this, he gets bleed when Twin Talon claims his blade back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's 44 times 3 is 132, plus 12 is 144. It is still alive, but barely, but the entire room shakes with a blood-curdling scream as dark red blood starts pulsating out of this, like, chest wound that Twin Talon leaves in their body. Yeah, Twin Talon, as it goes to dodge ooze, blow and then gets rocked by it. Twin Talon just jams his short sword as hard as possible. And with the blood already on the Durgar, his hand slips off the blade, but it leaves it lodged up to the hilt into its chest. Ugh. Oh, sexy. All right, Heidi, that, that was your turn. You're right there, Sean. No, I'm not. <laughs> Rob, it is Knife Sword's turn. All right. I'm going to use that lightning blast again, commonly known as... Electric arc. Oh, I thought it was Sparky Pew Pew. <laughs> Sparkly Pew Pew? Yeah. Okay. I dare not try that one. No. <laughs> there could be dire consequences. Far too powerful. <laughs> Some things are not for mortal folk. Are you targeting the same one that... The one that's near death. Then I'm going to try to hit the other two. Sort of like, I kind of want the lightning to like bend around Twin Talon. All right. We're going to call you Beckett. Beckett. As in bend it like. As in bend it like. Isn't that Beckham? It's Beckham, yeah. It is. I was thinking like Beckett, like Quantum Leap. Close enough. Okay, make your reflex saves. Add a minus 17. All right, so I have a 34, which is a success, but, but because I have some improved evasion, that is a critical success, and they all critically succeed as they void out of the way. I'll wipe my entire party to kill them. <laughs> oh, will you? I don't know if that's a threat to me or to the rest of your party. Mm. Unclear. I'm uncomfy. <laughs> I'm in danger. He's in your backpack. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uncomfy. Don't worry, Rihanna. You're safe. Okay. You're outside the splash zone. <laughs> oh, no. 
for now. <laughs> you have one more action, Rob. What would you like to do? Flip him the bird. Okay. Trying to give him a magic missile? Uh, fine. All right. I'll, I'll use my middle finger to magic missile them. Do you have a level one left? Yes. Because it's a D4 plus six, like, or plus seven, I think. Dude, it says a D4 plus two at level one. Max damage. I uh, rolled a four, but dangerous sorcery. Oh, because it's a level of the spell. Got it. But it's six damage, so. Was that enough to kill it? Now? Nope. Right. Nope, it's still there. <laughs> I, uh, it is now Brianna's turn. Okay. Brianna's probably gonna move up to flank the leftmost Dwergar with Twin Talon. No, thank you. Well, too bad. So sad. You don't get a say. So Brianna will level her scimitar against this Dwergar that's between herself and Twin Talon and strike. Rolling a... 43. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that is a critical hit. I feel like this is overkill. They're slavers. We can't kill them hard enough. That is true. Well, you know, whenever I, I roll critical, it's either triple damage or normal damage. And this time it's normal damage. Sliced hand. Normal damage. Until healed, the target is enfeebled one, clumsy one, and can't use one of its hands. Determined randomly by the GM. Let's see if this matters. That is 13 slashing and one spirit for 14 total damage. Would you like to describe your kill? Hooray. Feel like the Drago tries to like parry Brianna's scimitar, but she flicks it in a circle in a wide arc to like faint and then just slices upwards and the scimitar slices through the Dwergar's sword arm, which causes yet another body part to be flung across the room in a <laughs> 1d4 of your choice arc. And she just immediately like just crumples to her knees and is clutching her wrist as like there's just blood spreading everywhere and finally just succumbs to her wounds. This is also the one that has twin talent sword in their chest. Whoops. That one is clearly dead. Oopsie. So you moved, you attacked, you have one more action. I do. I cannot move again. Yes, I can move again. Right? Hang on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can take a step. What is this, first edition? No, no, no. It was just mostly <laughs> trying to see how much I moved. Okay, so I did move for one, which means I can then end up down and across the way. So if you step there, that is the Caltrop space. If you stay there, it is not. So you are now flanking another Dwergar with Twin Talon. I was trying to flank with, with Surveya, but that's okay. Come along, Knife Sword! Whee! <laughs> All right, top of round four. This map gotten a... Uh, a lot cleaner suddenly. <laughs> Matt, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, Twin Talon is going to draw his short sword by planting one foot on the dead Durgar and yanking it free. Checks out. Mm -hmm. Then he's going to target the Durgar to his east, who is off guard to him, and he will make an attack. Two on the die for a 30. That is a miss. I'm going to hero point that. All right. Uh, that's a 43. That is a hit, but not a crit. Oh, no, that is a crit. Sorry. I can't do math anymore. Okay. Anymore. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna put precise debilitation on this one now. Triple damage. No, uh, it's double damage. The target drops one item it is holding. Determined right only by the GM. <laughs> that is, well, it's holding two hatchets, so it drops a hatchet. Okie doke. Damage. So that's 44 times two is 88 damage. That Durgar there to the east. Ow. Sorry, plus eight. Sheesh. So 96. Ow. Yeah. All right. That was your first action. That was my second action. 
Oh yeah, second action. Sorry. I had to draw my weapon again since I did triple damage the last time. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I will. I guess I'll attack again. Why not? I guess. <laughs> if I have to. What's the worst that happens? But there's nothing else to do. Uh, that is a 34 to hit. Because it is off guard, that is a hit. All right, so that's uh, another 41 damage to that Durgar. All right, you done? And that's my turn. That is wild, the amount of damage you put out. I'm the rogue. If I can get sneak attack on people, I can do some damage. Hello, my name is Brianna. I'm the door. <laughs> That's a valuable thing. Stopping people from getting hurt is is like preemptive healing. So being able to preemptively yeah. heal like 16 points of damage or possibly 36 or, you know, however much. I can't even do math at this point. Uh, 32 or however many, depending on what types of damage are being hit. Like, I don't think you can put a price on that. That's that's good. That's a good service being done <laughs> in addition to being a target that is typically hard to hit so just waste their turns all I ever wanted was to make Tamad proud <laughs> I hope oh. <laughs> uh, alright so now our giant Dwergar takes a step down aims with their composite longbow at Twin Talon takes the minus two because you're within 30 feet and shoots with a 31 Miss Rooney reloads at zero so it does one more attack that is a critical miss. Oh. Draw your card. Draw that critical. <laughs> weapon problems. If the attack used a projectile weapon, something on the weapon malfunctions, requiring you to spend two interact actions to fix. So the string just slips off of the notches on the bow to keep it. <laughs> working so now the bow is effectively useless unless they restring it great christine it is your turn well righty i think it's still gonna work out the way i want it to best if i take a five foot step down here next to brianna great attack of opportunity i'm kidding i was say five foot steps i didn't think provoked oh that's right you did take a step action that's fine you're right i specifically stated <laughs> uh, i'm going to use a batch of reagents to create one of my new fun things you gave me a little while ago called a blood bomb. Yummy. I didn't give it to you. One of the NPCs had a, <laughs> a formula in their book. It had a really fun book of formulas. They had some fucked up formulas and Christine is thrilled about it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am who I am. Yes. <laughs> and we love you for it. <laughs> and we love you just the way you are. All right. So I make my blood bomb and I'm going to I'm going to throw it at the one right here in front of me, like right up to my northeast. But then I'm going to splash in a 15 foot cone. So that should hit this one and this one. But this blast should not hit any of my allies, which will be the important part. OK, I see how you're angling it. So, yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right. So that's a 36 to hit damage. That is a hit. The way they work. This flask is full of shrapnel and anticoagulants designed to make targets bleed out. It deals one slashing, 3d6 persistent bleed and three slashing splash damage. So the other two take three slashing. This one takes the one slashing for now, but does its uh, 3d6 persistent bleed every turn. All right. Not a fan. So you did six slashing and it has 3d6 bleed on it. Oh my goodness. I don't know why it's rolling the... Oh yeah, well, six slashing to the other two, like three each. It specifically states it only does the one slashing to start, kind of like acid splash, where it does one, but then like however much persistent acid. Ah, because this is saying you do three plus three plus the 3D, 
I mean, if you want to take it that way, I will not complain. Yeah, it does three damage, but because you have a feat that adds three to its splash. Cool. Not going to complain. All right. This Dwergar, that Twin Talon decided to skewer, is going to... Oh, it only has one hatchet now, so it's going to... It can't Hunter's Flurry anymore, so it's going to just hatch it at Twin Talon for a 38. That would be a hit. Brianna would like to liberate, please. Is that 16 damage? That is zero damage because of the liberation. (laughs) (laughs) Would anybody like to move? I'm going to move. I defer to Brianna. (laughs) I can't move, so if you want to hop out of my... Oh, no, I can move. Never mind. No, I like it up here. All right. I am going to take a step back a little bit. I don't like being in combat, like in melee range. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, makes perfect sense. That's fair. That's, That's fair. All right. Second attack against Twin Talon. That is a 34. That is a miss. All right. Hail Mary attack. 31. <laughs> Mias. Mias. All right. It is now the Dwergar that just had their blood boiled. And they are just going to look at this massive wall of a person in front of them and swing their hatchet at Brianna. Good luck. Seems rude. That's a 40 to hit. Uh, my shield is apparently isn't raised. I could have sworn I did, but but uh, that hits. So I will reactively throw my shield up to meet that attack. So it'll negate it. No, that was tie it. So it'll still hit you. But with your shield up, you can take some of the damage to the shield. Yeah. Yeah, you can take one of your extra reactions to uh, that'll be all three reactions in the round. But you have three reactions in a round, which is kind of ridiculous. Impressive. Gross pretty awesome. It does 13 damage to you. Ah. Like to use a shield block. I will not use the shield. Which the hardness is 15. Nah, I will hold off just in case somebody else attacks one of my friends. I can take 15 points of damage. Okay. And then for their, was that their first? Yes, that was their first attack. Second attack again. And now your shield is raised, which is a 38 to hit. That misses or clang off the shield rather. And the Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. 37. Also off the shield. I don't like that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take three D6 bleed. So I take seven bleed and I do not recover. That's a four on the die. I needed a uh, 15. Oops. Next up is Ooh. Ooh, what shall I do? I know. Hit. <laughs> Ooh, smash. Ooh, smash. <laughs> 46 to hit. That is, oh, wait, hang on. 46 on this one is a crit. Hooray! Yay! Get it. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. All right. This is fun. Cool. This is called Disembowel. Triple damage. <laughs> 30 times 3 is 90, plus 12 is 102. Oh my god. They've got to be dead, right? Come on. Please be dead. Was that the nearly dead one to begin with? Explain to me how you disembowel this Dwergar. Hooray! She's just dancing. She's doing a weird thing. She's got like dancing cats in her head. She's dancing and she's dancing with her at Battle Axe. And then she just like accidentally does this twirl and she slashes down and slashes it in half. <laughs> Checks out. Twin Talon has half of a Dwergar laying on his shoulder that he just kind of shoves off. I like it. <laughs> oh. That was your first action. That was my first action. Second action, I would like to... I can't be in Tastani's spot, right? Correct. And if you enter the square directly in front of you, you will need to make an athletics check. 
Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Because uh, that's what the caltrops are? Sean, stop measuring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can go around the outside. Around the outside. Around the outside. All right. I think I will step forward. I really want to be in this position right here. You said I need to make a... Acrobatics check. Acrobatics check. You pass. DC is 32. Cool. All right, and I had a 36, so that all works. Um, and then I have one action left, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go for the big girl to my east, the big one. I'm going to attack that beautiful face <laughs> for a whopping 34. Hell yeah, come on. That is a hit. Hooray. Yes. Yay. All right, Dimash, let's do this. 35 total with my stuff. Yeah. What happened to that character? I don't know. She got jumboed and then... <laughs> Little her stats went weird. Yeah, all of her stats broke. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that it? That's it for you. That's all I can do. I'm in the perfect spot. Yeah. Kill a person and then <laughs> severely injure another one. Great, 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 great. Rob, it is your turn. Okay. We're all out of position now. Doesn't matter. I'm going to point at the big one. And they're going to grow a disgusting boil or two. Delicious. They need to make a fortitude save. Uh, okay. Fortitude save. 35. Fuck. Okay. (laughs) Is that a success or a critical success? It's a success. All right. They only get one boil. You have lots of hero points, bud. All right, fine. I'll use a hero point. (laughs) All right. I'll reroll and keep the lower result. That is a... 35 still. Damn it, Sean. Stop cheating. I hate these people. I hate them. Yeah, they're so bad. I hate them a lot. Fine. I'm going to pop the blister. (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. So they have to make another fortitude save. Okay. 26. Oh, look. That one failed. So now they're taking 29 acid damage. And to not hit anybody, the cone is going to go behind them. Okay. Yeah. These people are very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> That's reflexes they have good saves. That's fortitude they have good saves. Uh, yeah, dwarven rogues. I guess they have good willpower saves too, right? <laughs> Par for the course here. I mean, at this point, everything is a, not a terrible save. All right. Hiya, it is Brianna's turn. Okie dokie. Brianna has this uh, lovely dwarga between herself and her bestie. So uh, she's gonna, she's gonna do what she does best. And I don't I forgot what I said last time. Shrig, not a bitch. I don't remember. Anyway. Whee! <laughs> it was so long ago. Yeah, it was forever ago. How was a 40? That's a hit. Thank goodness. Yay. Let us take... Reactor murder. Reactor murder. I'm assuming you're using reactor murder? Yes. Opportune backstab is the actual name of the feat, if anyone has forgotten out there. No such thing. But yes, <laughs> reactive murder it is. So Brianna does 23. Yes. That's a 36 to hit from... Uh, Talon. That is a hit. All right. And you'll put precise debilitation on it. Yeah. Uh, it's 37 damage from Twin Talon. All right. Haya, you have another action. I have another two, I believe. You do. It worked once. Let's try it again. Ha ha. I missed with a 31. And uh, for my last trick, I shall raise my shield. Shield is raised. All right. We're now going to the top of round five. This has taken a total of 15 seconds. I just want to point this out. 24. 25 (laughs) seconds. Sean, remember when you were like, I can do math. I did math. Look at me. (laughs) Or I said I did math. I didn't say I could do math. Mm hmm. Apparently not. You know what, Matt? Because of your attitude here, we're ending the episode. Wow. Okay, whatever. Everyone say thanks to Matt because he made me end the episode right here.
All right, fine. Thanks, Matt. You chose to do this. You know, it wasn't a close to hour we've been recording at all. Hey, Matt. Matt. Yes. Yes, Rob. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. I'm going to go devise my <laughs> revenge. So I enjoy the, uh, I, I really do appreciate the extra time. Okay. You got it, buddy. And for your homework, Matt's going to remind me to give you all homework too. So there. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Sean, didn't hear you. The episode's already over, according to you. So bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye, baby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. See y'all next week. That's a jerk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Crack Die podcast. Please visit us at crackdie.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, Thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. Our esteemed patrons are Cassandra Connors, D, Jacob Wilhelmi, Doombeard, Finder of Path and Stars, Logan, Mike Minatillo, Anwar Musa, Thomas Beard, Jason Leach, Margaret Torello, Shaka Jamal, Bibbity, Lee Jackson, Chris Simmons, Celine Turcotte, Michael A. Hill, Duke, Kyle Nichols, J. Vance Seven, Sean Moore, Cameron Heenan, Corey Fellers, David Montgomery, Gregory Bleichner, and Len Cole. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash podcast. Bye.